Hi everyone, I'm Leisha and welcome to my podcast, Leisha Online. Hi everybody and welcome back to, I think it's episode 10 of my podcast, Leisha Online. I'm actually not sure. I think like it's all of the episodes are like meshed into one for me now. <laughs> but today I'm joined by Sarah Keenan. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited to be on. It's nice to be on the other side of it um, for a change. So yeah, I'm excited. Is this your first time being on like somebody else's podcast? Second time, so my first time I was on Evelyn McAleer's and it was like a week before I was actually starting my own. So I was pure mm-hmm. puzzled. I, I mentioned that I was starting my own. So it's, it's interesting like how far I've came from then because it was just like in the pipeline then. But yeah, this is my second time being on one. It's amazing because I've been following you on Instagram for ages and I always wanted to ask you to come on. But for a while I was just like, I have my podcast, but I was just, I was taking a bit of a break from it because... I was like, I don't know what to do with this next. Like, sometimes it's hard to, like, shape the episodes and stuff. But I was always like, if I start this back up, I'm definitely going to ask Sarah to come on. And then you started your own. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> I love that. But, yeah, definitely. It's it's like a, it's a real commitment. Like, doing the podcast, I know people think it sounds easy. And, like, it's not the hardest job in the world. But, like, to actually commit to doing one, whatever your schedule is, if it's every week, every two weeks, it can be it can be a lot. But... Yeah, I listened to a few episodes, it's really, really good. Love it. Love seeing people doing stuff like this. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who doesn't know who you are, do you want to just explain a wee bit about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's such a shit question. <laughs> no, this question, because I've been doing so many interviews, I've been asked it so much. It's just like I just know it off by heart now. Um, yes, I'm Sarah. I'm 23. I'm from Ireland, um, County Tyrone. I moved to London in july of last year so i've been here nearly a year now um i moved to do my master's in journalism which i've just basically finished it's so funny i've been telling my friends like the past month i finished uni and then i have another exam like every week and they're like when are you actually finishing this now for like a month and um, yeah i finished on friday fingers crossed so there's no repeats um do you yes. go to uni in london then yeah i went to uni yeah. in kingston um I moved here and then i was like right, will i stay will i not stay but yeah, I'm definitely going to say at least another year. Um, what else? Yeah, so journalism's like my like passion. I, I studied English and creative writing in undergrad. And yeah, I didn't know where I wanted to go after that. So I took a year out. Mm-hmm. And then through that time, I realized I wanted wanted to do journalism, but I knew I wanted to do it in London. So yeah, it just all kind of worked out. Um, and yeah, I have my own podcast as well which is interesting, started off originally just being for minority groups in Ireland, which there still is people from minority groups on the podcast, but I, mm-hmm. the, more, the more I realised that there were so there's so many stories that I can talk to people about, and there's so many people doing amazing things, so it's kind of branched out now into everything. There's like people on with mental health, um, fitness journeys, had ditching the 9 to 5 on, so they've obviously like left yes. their job. I see, no, that's amazing, yeah. There's a big range of people on it and I just love talking to people and yeah that's where I'm at at the moment. That's amazing so what made you what did you study before journalism and then why did you think then that you wanted to do a master's in journalism? Um, I studied English and creative writing in Queens so I actually started English whenever I left school I loved I loved English I loved writing mm-hmm. but I was like well what do I do with that so then I just kind of went into English because I wanted to go to uni and went to Queens studied English wouldn't say I loved it like it's just one of those degrees you're like okay like what do I do with this so yeah and then I changed exactly near to English with creative writing and I realized that I loved writing 
and done that for the last two years on my dissertation and it was I got to write a short story basically so I didn't have to do the research the big long dissertation I got to write a story um and then yeah I finished uni and I still didn't know what I wanted to do um I was like I would like to write books but then also do I want to wait that long to maybe have like a big break of like writing a book it's such a commitment and as well it's like all down to the marketing of the books as well like I I think I would love to write a book but I just think it's I've actually tried to sit down before and write but it's so difficult like long time yeah yeah and you think you're doing it I remember like we had this one class in uni for the creative writing module and we would go in and have to bring in like a piece of writing every week and here's Megan and thinking this is deadly like this is so good and then like the lecture just rips it to shreds and she's like no like change everything um so yeah I just kind of knew that was going to be a hard industry to get into and I think it was something that I was like I can do this as a side hobby but I don't want it to be my time career so yeah I took a year out and I applied for a journalism master's in Coleraine in the meantime and I got into it but I I didn't want to go to Coleraine I just knew it just wasn't for me um and then I got a job with a company called Stardicus which is based in Derry but it was all remote I got a job as editorial assistant, so I was like writing articles for them, doing press releases, interviewing people, and I was like, "This is what I want to do." That's so then, yeah, and then I basically came to London for a trip, and I was like, "Oh, I love it here!" Like I literally cried leaving, and I was like, "Why not oh. do my master?" I was like, "Why not do my master's in journalism in London?" And I can also get there's a thing called um, it's called the Journalism Diversity Fund, mm-hmm. so. I tried I looked up unis that offered that and Kingston the one I went to was one of them so I applied for that and basically if you come from like a diverse background they help fund your studies and they help fund where you live so I got got accepted into that got accepted into the uni and I was like let's just go for it so it just all worked out really well um and that's how I got into journalism then that's amazing and have you got kind of like a goal that you want like for going forward for your for your future because I know there's so many different ways you could go down with journalism like you become like an investigative journalist or you could end up doing more kind of like magazine things like have you thought that far ahead or are you just kind of like you've just moved to London and you're like what kind of where's your head at? Um, Generally I went in and I was like I just want to write like I just want to be doing the writing side of things and then we had the option to choose like a specialist specialist module and broadcast was one of them and I remember being like nah like I couldn't do broadcast like that's too scary I did broadcasting as a degree but I work in in tv but I would have loved to do journalism like that was like my other thing that I would have loved to do well it's, it's so interesting there's so many different avenues of it and broadcast is such a fun fun way to do it but I was hesitant in doing that degree or that module and there was a girl in my class that I became really friendly with and she was like doing broadcast like you it's skills that you're never gonna like they're never gonna go to waste like learn how to edit stuff and especially in today's society podcast and everything's so common so I took the leap and I just done broadcast as my specialist one and it was the best decision ever if I hadn't done it I wouldn't have started my podcast so yeah I think for me I I always said I wanted to be like in a company like the BBC and like UTV Sky News it would be unreal to work there but I always wanted something a bit different like a bit alternative um I always said I wanted to talk about diversity and inclusion and the role that I've got now is for a company called Pocket and it stands for people of colour and tech so basically they write stories about people of colour and tech anything to do with technology and like diversity so I was like this literally is like a dream like unreal um and is that your new job that you've just got now 
yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Congratulations. That's so oh, that's amazing. Like you must be so excited. Oh, I was buzzing, like even mommy was like, she's like, this is like your dream job, like something like you like right now, diversity, like inclusion, like and obviously the tech industry is such a good one to get into at the minute because it's advancing so much. Um so yeah, I'd love to like obviously progress in that role and then I really want the podcast to be like something I have on the side that I run by myself. Like I wanna I really want it to do really well. So that's my it kind is, of goal. It's doing really well. <laughs> it's doing amazing. And like I remember you posting like probably a few years ago now, like you posting stuff about like race and stuff, and I always thought you were so amazing, like to be able to speak up about how you were feeling. Like how what point did you get to that you thought like I'm gonna actually speak up about this? Because like honestly, it's really, really inspiring. Well, thank you so much. That means a lot. Um yeah, it was really through lockdown. I think lockdown for a lot of people was like you had so much time to just sit with yourself and be like, I think people were less scared to do things because everyone was doing it. Um, and yeah, the George Floyd stuff happened. I think for a lot, a lot of like mixed race black people that I've spoke to or like minority people I spoke to, that was like the changing moment for them was whenever George Floyd happened and the BLM protests were happening. Yeah, I think for, that was my turning point. And I was seeing loads and loads of people coming from like where I was from and speaking out and I was like there's so many people doing this and it was just giving me the kind of boost of confidence to be like you can tell your story as well and I was saying I was like that's whenever I stopped relaxing my hair I got my braids for the first time and there was just so much support around it and like yeah. I know people might think I don't know what people said Ireland if it's like behind the times but I think in that in that moment and like from then there's been such a change and people have been willing to learn I think you really like started a conversation about that because I'm from Trone as well and I'd never heard anyone like really like put out like a statement kind of like that and it was it was amazing and like really really brave of you and probably a real sign that you were going to go into media because like you obviously did like if you really use social media as kind of like a tool for promoting these kind of conversations so like journalism is just literally the best field for you to go into. Yeah I think that was also like a point where I was like I actually like writing like non-fiction stuff and writing about like my experiences and then I was like why not get other people's experiences and share their stuff and the more the more voices you have the more power there is the more likely there is to have change so I think yeah I think since then for a lot of people people that maybe didn't even know these things like I remember my first like heard my experiences she's like I didn't have a clue this was a thing and I was like either did I though because no one talked about it it's so, like no one knew that it was a problem yeah and yeah I just think a lot of people we're willing to listen and willing to change and willing to like learn and that's like the main thing so I think that's what inspired me as well to get into journalism amazing together it's so interesting yeah no it's amazing and you you touched a wee bit on confidence there and like that's something I like talk about with a lot of people who I get on this podcast because everyone I talk to on this podcast is always doing like something a wee bit different to other people and like did you ever find that kind of you know like was it hard to be confident in starting something new like I know for me to do this podcast I was like shitting myself I was like I don't know if like everyone what people are gonna think but now like I literally don't care at all but like was that something that you struggled with at all I think it's so funny because people think that I have this confidence and like only like my close close circle will know that I'm not like an overly confident person um I'm working on it like I don't want to like reaffirm that like I am getting better at it but yeah even if I'm so confident <laughs> it's actually like, yeah until people like get to know me they're like it's mad because from the outside you look like you are but it's just like stuff I'm working on but yeah 
whenever I was posting that stuff, I wasn't confident at all. It was just a case of like the way, I, and same with the podcast. Like I, my confidence wouldn't have been high at the highest end, but yeah. it's just like I think I'm like I work quite hard in my mindset, and it's just a case of like, do I want to be scared to do these things and never do them and look back whenever I'm like 40 or 50 and be like, oh my god, I didn't do this because someone was going to slag me off. Like it just gets to a point where like you have to kind of overcome your fears and just be like. Just like I was just lying in bed one night and I was like, why am I not doing this? Like, I think where I could be in a year if I just done it and just didn't care. And it's easier said than done, but like something just like clicks where you're just like, I'm just gonna do it because I don't want to have any regrets. I don't know if it's like down to confidence, it's just like I'd rather do something out of fear than regret it, is kind of what mm-hmm. I think. Because honestly, like I started my podcast probably like over a year ago now, and then I stopped it for a while because I was like, I just kind of lost the spark for it. I was like, I don't know what to do with this, and then actually seeing that you were doing one I was like that's amazing like if people can do this like I could do it so you really are like inspiring people to to do things and it is amazing to like actually do something a wee bit different because and like you're living in London and all now too like it's so exciting for you yeah I just think like I love seeing people do this stuff like it's so nice to see that home's changing and that people are just doing what they love because why not like you don't want to live with any regrets and yeah I think it's amazing you're doing a podcast as well and I like i I just think it's nice to support people like why not support people mm-hmm. like you support your big like your celebrities in America they don't even know so why not support people at home that are doing it yeah 100% like I started well I actually started on the here's the craft podcast like they took me in the TikTok podcast and like I was with them for a while and like I would have went on some of the um episodes but mostly like I was like behind the scenes and I've seen what they were doing I was like there's no reason why I like can't start something like this but like interview kind of people that I I'm interested in like they showed me the ropes and like yeah no I think it's like it's really good because I obviously work in tv and stuff as well so it's good it's a good opportunity to kind of meet people and then like have these contacts for like when you're doing something in tv and you're like well I actually know this person I did this podcast with so it's all like in our industry it's all connected <laughs> which is great <laughs> having a podcast is really sets you apart from it's such a thing you can not brag about but like whenever I went to my placement in financial times and I was going in the door and the girl that got me the placement she was like go in here and brag as much as you can with your podcast she was like make sure you get that in there and it is not that you have to brag about it but like it is such a good thing to have behind you that you've done you have your own podcast like it's because it is scary and I think people can appreciate that it is like a scary thing to do mm-hmm. so for people who don't have a podcast walk me through as well because I could use some tips what is your process for like coming up with kind of episode ideas like even your cover art that you have like how did you come up with all these things and create this concept of your podcast so obviously I know you are doing journalism but what made you think then like I'm going to start this podcast and how did you start to like form it from there um it was in my mind for like I would say two years and there's a girl Lucy Lenz that I mean her like really like we would send her big long videos like blah 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 and I said to her like I think two years ago I really want to start my own podcast and I already had a list of people that inspire me I know that I wanted to talk to and um I was just kind of on the back burner for a while and then yeah whenever I decided to make one I got I literally went down to there's like a wee shop down where I live and it does like nice wee journals and books and stuff and I bought like this new journal and I was like this is going to be specifically just for podcasts like all my goals who I want on it's just going to be on this and I just started from there I set up like a meeting with one of my lecturers in uni and asked him for a bit of advice 
there's a boy in my class that um had his own podcast I met up with him I think it's just like reaching out to people for like a bit of advice like if anyone's like listening and like they want help and how to start one like and same with you like and we can help each other like just reach out ask someone that has one like everyone's always willing to help and I just asked obviously I wasn't an expert so I just asked for help asked for some guidance I kind of already had like a list of people I wanted um in terms of like each episode I just like literally every week I'm just scrolling on Instagram and look right who because sometimes whenever you're trying to think you can forget as you go back to my followers and see who are actually like watching yeah who is continuously coming up on my page who are things that I like and yeah it's scary reaching out at the start I remember like taxi people being like oh god and like my first yeah. <laughs> my first would have been like hey I've just started out this podcast and like I understand if you don't want to come on and I was like no like change it up and be like okay I have a podcast like list all the things you've done that are unreal because I think if you set yourself up in a way like oh, I've just started this I'm a bit nervous like people are going to be like is this a good I'm, do you want to I'm not going to do this yeah that's what I was when I was texting you I was like oh my god I like I didn't know what to say I don't for so long my housemate was like he's like no change that up he was like go in there even if you don't believe in yourself send out that email and that message as if this is like the best podcast ever and like you need to come on and yeah since I done that I've just seen like a change and like there was like a week where I had no one and I was like oh my god this is gonna this isn't gonna work and say this week I've literally had like three I have three bulk like bugged episodes now because people just came back to me at the one time so I just think if you want to do it like don't be disheartened if it doesn't like kick off right away like it does take a bit of time because there are so many podcasts at the minute so it takes and it just it can just be that one person that like my mummy my mummy's episode was the one that got me like more followers and more oh really yeah so yeah I think just stay like true to who you are and like what you like talking about and don't give up if it doesn't like like if you don't have loads of listeners after the first like, two episodes it takes a while um in regards to, like the art the image I'm lucky because like my housemate Erin Rose she does um like design and marketing so she done that for me but it doesn't even have to be that like, complicated like I watched her do it like I just sent her a picture of me told her what I wanted to call it the colors I wanted and yeah it was just kind of like went from there but yeah I just think go I just think go for it like mm-hmm. That's why not and it's it just goes to show that people just like react to people who are authentic the fact that your mummy's episode like got the best like that's so amazing honestly yeah because I was looking at the start I was like okay I need like this sounds like really what's the word I don't know if that sounds bad but, like I was looking for like these big names mm-hmm. that would get me listeners and let me try to get him or her on and now that whenever I look back like the ones that have just been authentic and like genuine are the ones that they've all been authentic genuine because everyone I've had everyone I've had on has been like that but you don't need to have these big massive names to yeah, make your podcast yeah, yeah you don't um so I think that's probably the biggest take I've learned from it is like just even like there was one day like me and my housemates were like just feeling a bit shitty and it's called therapy with the gals it's like another one done one of the best and I was like why don't we just record a podcast like people are going to relate to this and the amount of people that text me and was like that one was unreal it was just me and my two uh, friends yeah yeah I think the, like, the relatable ones and the honest ones and like the genuine ones are usually the ones that do the best have you got like a dream person you'd love to get on this is so random I don't know why but <laughs> I have Dami from Love Island on the top of my list I don't even know what I would talk to him oh about I don't know why like it's not as if me and him have loads in common but I don't know why he's just on top of my list so I don't know where that came from 
why he's on there, but he's just always reappearing, like Dami from Love Island someday. But yeah, it's really random. I'd also love to have Sinead Hegg or something like that on, because obviously she's yeah, unreal. Yeah, oh, I love her. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. I think there was but... someone else. I can't remember though, but yeah, Dami from Love Island's on there. I don't know why. <laughs> well, let's hope we get him on. <laughs> so you're quite like, you're like quite active and stuff on social media as well. How do you, obviously like, I, I love social media like I love Instagram and all but like does it ever get a bit like much for you or a bit suffocating like do you ever have to delete the app and be like I literally can't look at this at the minute because sometimes I'm looking at everything that everybody else is doing and I'm like I actually can't look at someone else's life at the minute. <laughs> yeah I think not so much now because I'm doing I think with what I'm doing I just know like I'm being myself but I think it was after lockdown whenever I started posting and I lost like I just I've done like one of those online coaching programs everyone was doing I lost like loads of weight and I remember a photo being posted of me and it was like before and after and everyone was like unreal unreal and I was sitting there and I was literally crying I was like I don't fail but I was like texting them back and like thank you like acting as if I was happy but I wasn't because I was still comparing myself to everyone and then I started doing modeling and again from the outside I probably looked like I was living my best life and I was so happy but like it just I think I was I was doing it for the wrong reasons I was doing it for like validation I was doing it for likes I was doing it for like attention nearly not that I was doing anything bad but it just I wasn't doing it for the right reason yeah so I at that time I had to like take a break and like I still post on Instagram but it's not to the same extent where I'm like dolled up and I've got all this makeup and I've all this hair done I'm kind of more like I would say normal now like I just post myself for yourself yeah so I don't think I find it as much now because I'm like happy with what I'm posting and I don't post anymore for likes I don't post anymore for this and that so I think I've got better at it but there was a stage where I had to be like okay this isn't like healthy the way, t- the way you're comparing yourself to others yeah it happens so subconsciously as well like I actually had a week there recently which I just like deleted Instagram there wasn't not even anything deep about it but I literally just like deleted the app and I just had such a much happier week and then I was back on the app and I was just like looking through people's lives and like because that's what it is like you're looking through different people's days and then like you don't even feel it but you're like oh I wish I was doing like what they're doing or like I wish I got to go to that event and then like it just you don't even realize you're doing it and like even with this podcast like now I've tried to make it a lot more authentic and being like who I actually want to talk to not like people who are gonna have like you know big followings like you were saying but like actually be who you authentically are because everything you're posting you are in a way like you're validating yourself to other people because like obviously other people can see it I don't know if you feel like that or if that's just me I think as well you just realize as well like what you're saying isn't people's reality like yes you're saying like a bit of their reality but that's like maybe 10 percent and I think from my own like experiences of being that person where I was posting my my best life but not feeling the best I think you just realize what you're saying you just have to kind of take it with a pinch of salt because what you're saying is actually like a tiny tiny percentage of someone's life and I think once you kind of realize that it makes it a bit easier and I think people are also starting to like, even for me I'm draw- drawn more on people that are authentic and that will come on and be like I'm having like an off day or like I felt like this today instead of having that like that 100% all the time and I think the likes of like Anna Olivia like I love her like TikTok I think she's just I so, so I want her that's how I want to get on mine <laughs> yeah, I, text, I actually text her but um yeah I just think she's just so real and I just love seeing her stuff and I think people like that just makes you realize okay like you don't have to compare yourself because everyone I just think everyone like I just think being real and being authentic on Instagram and like 
social is like the thing that's getting people further now instead of like having like this fake my life's yeah. unreal type thing because everyone has okay. yeah so you've moved to London I'm actually moving to London in September I'm so scared <laughs> no <you don't. laughs> I hope I can get a job because um I've been trying to look and I work in like I'm doing like unscripted tv so I'm hoping that there's gonna be a job but like there's a thing at the minute in unscripted tv there's like literally no jobs going at the minute so I'll need to say what what happens but if it works out I'm going to London so what tips have you got for someone moving from from Ireland to London um first thing I can send you like loads of like media pages that I have that literally saved my life that got me where I didn't get jobs for them because I have a job now but there's like media pages where it just gives you lists of like jobs and tv and stuff mm-hmm. so I can say if you need that yes please say because yeah it is a hard industry like I think they're quite like interlinked and like there is a thing if there's no jobs but if you I think you have to just really really dig deep to find them because there is um, there is jobs there but I'll send you over like links and stuff if you need any um yeah tips for going to London I think um I think one of the main things for me is finding people that it's going to make it easier for you to go because I found amazing people to live with and I think if I didn't have that I don't know if I would still be here if I'd still be in London I think I would have cracked way sooner um How long so I think, there now? uh 10 months my god that's amazing yeah. and like the first this caught up to me whenever I first moved in July I didn't go home again to Christmas but after Christmas it was different I was home a lot more often because I was like right calm down you're not that brave like you need to go home here and there yeah. but the last like a good few months like without going home and I think a lot of that had to do with people I live with so I think do try find yourself people that like you know we're gonna help you and like support you and just be there London can be lonely even though I have people around me it's like it can be lonely so I think try find like a, a pe- people that you know are gonna like help and support um what else would I tell people moving here yeah there's like a group that I found it's called London Irish I don't know if you're in it I am in it yeah on Facebook that's how I met my housemates we had just even right in there yeah yeah so it was so random like I'm so happy now yeah like I couldn't like I couldn't ask her about it um so you definitely post in there just write a bit about yourself your hobbies and stuff your interests that helps you like find people that are like similar to you um I think just like the best thing I don't just come here completely naive like I didn't I came here like these big massive expectations and dreams and like just so excited and obviously that can change as reality hits in but like I love that first feeling I got here for like the first six months and I was like this is just amazing like just just like try and like enjoy it and like try and not get caught up in life because there's sometimes where I'm sitting here and I'm like I'm in London like let's get out of the house and do something because whenever you're at home you're, I was in London and all this here and then you come here and you can kind of forget about the fact you're actually living in this unreal city so I just think whenever you come here just like keep like keep that excitement and keep that like yeah, yeah. Open, just enjoy it like it is an adventure and just try not to like let reality like take over the fact that you're in London so I think that's my biggest mm-hmm. bit of advice and do you think like after this are you settled with London are you going to stay for a while or are you thinking of maybe like going anywhere else or um, it's a tricky one like my mind changes all the time before I got this job I was like I'm going home like I'm going home in July but <laughs> I knew mm-hmm. I was I knew I wasn't actually going to go home, but it was just like that panic of like, what if I don't get something? Yeah, um, you wouldn't know yourself if you weren't in London. I feel like now you're, you're never going to come back. <laughs> yeah, 
I want here to be like my base. Like I think I don't want to get too comfortable here because I would also like to try new places as well. But I would like here to be like my base where I know this is like my home. I can come back here. Like London will be my home. But I also love Ireland as well. So I would love to maybe go not anytime soon, but I would like to experience maybe like a year at home, but still have London as my base. But yeah, it's just my mind changes all the time. I think it's just like I do love London though, and I think I'll be here for like a long time. But I, I also it's all happening there. Like it, it I just can't wait to go. I just think like I'll never want to go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I also don't think I want to settle here. Like I don't think I'd want to like raise a family and stuff here either. So it's it's no. just a tricky. No, I've got a question for you. I don't know if this is a weird one, but you're so creative now, obviously. But were you always like this? Like as a child, were you always kind of really creative, or is this just something that kind of grew in you within lockdown? Um, I think I was like I always liked writing stories, and like I done drama for GCSE. I done English the whole way through school. I done for A level. <coughs> um, probably not as creative because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to do English teaching, but I always like I used to do like singing and like act, not acting, but like I was in like a amateur like drama group and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was creative that way, but I did always like writing, but I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I never thought I was going to do this. So probably not to this extent. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And what kind of tips would you have for anybody who's sitting and thinking like, I want to do something like what you're doing? What tips would you have for somebody maybe at like 16 or 17 who's like just about to leave school and they don't know what they're doing and they feel uncertain? Um, I think. I don't know if this is like controversial but I think you always kind of know deep down what you want to do and it might just be like a fear that oh I couldn't do that but I think if you have a passion yeah I think if you have a passion like go for it like you'll literally shock yourself and also don't be scared to try out new things as well like I had whenever I had Amy Rowan on the podcast he said he didn't do anything really with photography and now he's like does other photography and videography and stuff so I just think be willing to try new things if you have a passion like follow it and don't let society or fears or someone telling you oh you couldn't do that like why why could you not do it like why can someone else do it and you can't mm-hmm. so I just think like I'd always tell my sisters as well like my sister's 11 she's going into first year and I'm just like just try I know it's hard but just try and stay true to yourself try try stay true to what you love doing don't let anyone knock it down and just go for it like honestly like what's the worst is going to happen like you would rather say I tried it and didn't work than say you never tried it mm-hmm. so yeah that's, that's really it. good advice um so what's the future then for you Sarah what like were if you could ideally think of yourself in five years with your podcast with your career with everything like where are you gonna be that's like such a deep question but <laughs> I think I asked everybody that question like we do this like visualization thing like literally once a week in our house where we would be like right let's envision our future selves so location I don't know hopefully London or somewhere I think I see myself in the city anyway um top flat apartment oh my god <laughs> top flat apartment balcony view doing a job that I, that I love that I get to speak to people that I love like communicating with um building my way up in whatever company I'm in having my podcast that I do on the side being sponsored by someone getting to like go to events and speak to people like I don't mean events where I just get to go and like doesn't really mean anything like actually going to events and speaking and like helping people and um yeah I think that's the goal I don't know like career-wise I'm like as long as it's in journalism I'm quite open to whatever um but yeah podcast definitely wanted to be this uh, there's no getting off like this journey now like it's 
I can only go up from here hopefully so yeah 100% and it's so inspiring like I think you're doing amazing honestly you too I love this podcast uh thank you so much like thank you so much for coming on like honestly you're you're doing so well and like thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule I know you're like literally so busy so thank you for fitting me into all your episodes (laughs) for having me on I can hopefully get you on mine as well we can do a crossover absolutely yeah I'll let you record one right now (laughs) well thank you so much (laughs) hopefully we'll stay in contact whenever you come to London and if you need anything between now and then just let me know and thank you so much Thank you so much to anybody who's got this far. Um, Thank you so much to Sarah. Bye, everyone.